Hello and welcome to the European People's Podcast for this EPP Explainer episode. My name is Alexandra Henman. This explainer will look at the European Parliament, what it is, what it does and how it is structured. Explaining the European Parliament in a straightforward manner and hopefully by the end of it, the notion that Brussels is full of unelected bureaucrats will be dispelled. So, what is the European Parliament? The European Parliament is the lawmaking body of the EU, in the same way that domestic parliaments across member states are lawmaking bodies of national governments. The European Parliament was founded in 1952. The first sitting was in 1962, with the first direct elections taking place in 1979. EU voters directly elect the Parliament every five years. The European Parliament sits in both Brussels in Belgium and Strasbourg in France. The first administrative site of the European Parliament was in Luxembourg. The original Parliament hemicycle is housed in the Robert Schuman building in Luxembourg and can still be visited today. This is where much of the necessary admin work that keeps the Parliament functioning is carried out. The European Parliament hemicycle in Brussels is where the MEPs have their main offices and this is the largest transnational Parliament in the world. So, what is an MEP? Members of the European Parliament are the elected representatives in the EU. They are elected by European citizens to represent their interests and those of their city or region at a European level. MEPs pass laws in the European Parliament that impact the lives of all citizens, such as access to healthcare in other EU countries when travelling abroad, being able to study at university in other EU member states, and the cost of using your phone when you are travelling. Listening to their voters' concerns, engaging with local and national issues, as well as businesses and interest groups, is a very important part of their job. So, what is the role of the European Parliament? The competencies and powers that the Parliament has today have developed since the institution was first founded. Madame Weil, 192 voix. Monsieur Zagari, 2019. It was also the Lisbon Treaty that gave MEPs more influence on who runs the EU. According to the treaty, the European Council, taking into account the European election result and after a qualified majority vote, proposes a candidate for the role of European Commission President. This candidate must be elected by the European Parliament. The Parliament can also reject this candidate. Also of great importance in the democratic functioning of the EU are the supervisory powers of the Parliament. As the representatives of the citizens, the MEPs hold the European Commission to account. It is the MEPs that approve, amend or reject nearly all EU legislation which comes from the European Commission, before the approved legislation then goes on to the representatives of all EU governments at the European Council level. This is called co-decision and this process shows that the EU is not run by unelected bureaucrats. Laws passed by the EU must first pass in the European Parliament, in the same way that national laws must first pass through national parliaments. Legislation is then approved by the elected heads of state and government in the European Council. It is also the Council and the Parliament that must agree together on the EU budget. As a directly elected institution, in 2012 the Parliament was given the responsibility of the Citizens' Initiative, 
This allows European citizens to ask for new policy proposals if one million people from at least seven member states have signed a petition asking for it. This gives the people a new tool to allow them to participate in the shaping of EU policy. Successful organisers then participate in a hearing at the European Parliament. Following this, the European Commission has three months to examine the initiative and decide how to act. The Parliament has a president who is elected for a renewable term of half the lifetime of the Parliament. This is two and a half years. Plenary sessions are chaired by the president and they are assisted in this task by the 14 vice presidents who can take over the chair. The president opens the plenary sitting, sometimes with a tribute or a speech on a development or current affairs topic. MEPs, which have already been explained, attend the plenary session. There are 705 MEPs from 27 member states. The number of seats allocated to each country is on the basis of the population of the member state. As already discussed, MEPs are organised into political groups. There are seven political groups and independents. There are also the committees of the European Parliament. In order to do the preparation work for Parliament's plenary sittings, MEPs are divided up into a number of specialised committees. There are 20 parliamentary committees and committees consist of between 25 and 81 MEPs. Each committee has a chair, a bureau and a secretariat. The political makeup of the committees reflects that of the plenary assembly. There are also delegations of the European Parliament. These delegations maintain relations, speak and exchange information with parliaments in non-EU countries. Delegations help the European Parliament represent the EU outside the member states and help to promote our common EU values, namely the principles of liberty, democracy, respect for human rights and fundamental freedoms, and the rule of law. Finally, there are also a number of political bodies, such as the Conference of Presidents and the Bureau. Political bodies are responsible for organising parliament business and planning, as well as administrative, financial and staff matters. Now, I mentioned the term plenary a couple of times. The plenary sittings are the culmination of the legislative work done by the committees and the political groups. It is during the plenary that topics are debated, legislation voted on, and representatives from other EU institutions and member states are invited by the Parliament to speak and debate initiatives and other important topics. So, that is an overview of what it is that the European Parliament does and how the Parliament is structured. The next EPP Explainer episode will cover the European Commission. It is our responsibility to keep Europe together and let rebuild Notre Dame and Happy Easter. Thank you for listening to this episode of the European People's Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so as not to miss the rest of the series.